The work you do for your clients feels fulfilling and impactful, but running a business? That feels hard. You're not only in charge of your client work, you're also head of marketing, management, admin, client satisfaction, systems and processes. Yeah, it can feel overwhelming. That's where this podcast comes in. You're listening to The Simple Business Show with me, Nisha Woolery. Each week, we'll discuss simple ways to start, market, and organize your service-based business. My mission? To teach solopreneurs how to simplify their business so they can earn more money by doing less stuff. Let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by my premium course, Organize and Automate. Working for yourself can be stressful. Your clients are late providing you with the assets you need to start their project. Your projects finish, but your clients are still emailing you with millions of questions. And getting them to pay you on time is like tearing yourself away from a four-hour binge session of This Is Us. Not going to happen. That show is awesome. If that sounds like you, don't worry. I've got you. Head to organizeandautomate.com slash podcast and join today to organize your entire freelance business in just two weeks on the side of your regular routine. So you can finally put an end to these client issues and stop stressing out. Does this sound like you? Your project's finished, but your clients keep bombarding you with questions and they're usually all asking the same things. Your clients are regularly late providing files, feedback and payment. You tried using a project management tool with your clients and they totally rejected the idea and would just prefer to email. Which one of those resonates with you the most? One, two or three? The easiest and fastest way that I've personally found to solve these issues is by creating a welcome page. And for those of you who are maybe unfamiliar with the term, a welcome page is a web page that outlines everything your clients need to know to work with you effectively. So it guides your client through your processes, your policies and boundaries, setting your projects up for success instead of the confusion, disrespectfulness and lateness that you've maybe been used to so far. Now, before I go on, I do want to remind you that I have a free masterclass called How to Create a Welcome Page in Just One Hour. And in it, I'll be teaching you 10 vital things that your welcome page must include, when to send your welcome page and in what format, one welcome page tweak that will get clients to hand in files and feedback on time always, and three examples of welcome pages and packets from other creatives. Again, this one hour class is totally free. So go ahead and sign up at organizeandautomate.com slash class. I'll also include that link below in the show notes. Now, here are three major reasons why you need a welcome page like yesterday. Number one, you can use your welcome page to state your boundaries. I once had a client who would message me on Facebook if I hadn't replied to her email within the hour. And my best friend had a client who was even worse. He would actually phone her at midnight two to three times a week. Now, there are less extreme examples of this, of course, like clients that have wanted me to work on weekends or at least talk to them or email them on weekends, which is sacred time for me because I rarely ever work on weekends and I don't even really post much on social media on weekends. I like to just 
take those days off away from my inbox, away from Instagram, and just be fully present with my family and my friends in that time. Or just be fully present with whatever I'm doing, whether that is like going for a stroll in the park and enjoying the nature or just reading a book in my garden. But what we all need to remember as small business owners is that your clients don't own you. They're your client, not your boss. So stop allowing them to walk all over your boundaries like your boss used to. Your time is sacred. You deserve time off the clock for family and friends, hobbies, self-care, and just simply to maintain good mental health and well-being. You built your business so you could be free and be in control of your time. So if your clients are walking all over your boundaries, are you in control of your business or is it in control of you? You can outline your boundaries in a welcome page so that your clients are aware of them before they even begin working with you. So for example, let's say that you don't work Mondays. So like my virtual assistant, she doesn't work on Mondays. She uses that as an admin day for herself so that she can just work on her business instead of always working in it. So let's use that as an example. You can respectfully state this inside of your welcome page so that your clients know this information upfront before they begin working with you. And that just kind of helps you to avoid any tricky conversations around this boundary that you have. Or let's say that you don't reply to emails and messages after 5pm. You could state that on a welcome page as well. Now, some people have said to me or asked me if setting boundaries is rude or selfish And I would firmly say no, setting boundaries isn't rude, it's necessary if you want to protect your energy, self-worth and mental health. When you're afraid to set boundaries with clients because you're worried they'll think you're selfish or they'll get upset or potentially stop working with you, that's you making someone else's feelings more important than your own for the sake of money. That's you telling yourself that having money and having clients is more important than how you feel, how you're treated, your self-esteem, your self-respect, and your daily level of happiness and contentment. Because you can only really cultivate healthy levels of self-respect, esteem, and happiness in your daily life and work if you have boundaries that protect those things. The irony is, We're often so worried that putting up a boundary will upset our client or make them not want to work with us, but it's almost always never true. Boundaries help our clients respect us. One of my Organize and Automate students used an email script that I have inside the course to set boundaries with a potential client that she was talking with who'd emailed her about working together. And she said that he was blown away and told her that he admires her boundaries. And she strongly believes that he hired her because she stood up for her boundaries and ultimately came across looking very respectable and professional because of that. Your fears around upsetting or losing a client because you set a boundary are always just in your head. Most clients will respect your boundaries and your boundaries will ultimately help them to respect you not just as a creative professional, but as a human being. Now, number two, you can use your welcome page to set expectations with your client. Many of your clients may have pretty flawed expectations of what you can and can't do, what you will and will not provide them with, and so on. So for instance, when I was a web and graphic designer, which was what I did for the first 
I would say like the first four years of my business. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) But when I was, I would find that some of my clients would ask me for things like raw files. So what I mean by that is the file that was the original that they can make edits to. They would also ask me for font files and unlimited web page designs, or they would expect that I was the professional. And so because of that, I would know exactly what they wanted with little input from them. Like I was a mind reader or something. Or if you're a photographer, for instance, some clients may expect more photos than you actually provide. They may expect you to provide them with a hair and makeup artist, or they just may not expect to have to cover your travel expenses. When a client expects something and that isn't the case, it leads to them feeling disappointed. And the more and more this happens, the lower your client's opinion of you becomes. But if you can avoid disappointing your clients by telling them what to expect and not expect upfront in your welcome page, then this is going to help you avoid so many things. It's going to help stop any awkward conversations that you have to have with clients as your project goes on and you have to set expectations and boundaries during it. It will stop your clients from feeling disappointed, stop you from feeling like the bad guy having to awkwardly ask in Facebook groups how to respectfully let a client down. And it also stops you from having to cave in and try to meet their expectations when you would really actually rather not. Remember, a welcome page is what you send to your clients before the project starts. So this will make sure that you can avoid all of these issues when the project begins. I'm sure we've all experienced at some point or another having to deal with a client who we term as a nightmare client and someone that we just can't wait to finish having to work with. But it's usually the case that our boundaries and expectations are not there. We didn't set them up front in the project and that's why we start to sometimes have issues and difficulties with our clients It's not always the case that the client is at fault and it's not always the case that the client is a terrible person or a horrible, demanding, picky person. Sometimes it really is down to us and the boundaries and expectations that we have put in place before working with this person. Okay, moving on to number three, a welcome page helps you to guide your clients through your process. You don't want your clients to feel like they are stepping into the unknown. So use your welcome page to outline your process, including the things that you need from your client at the start of the process before you can actually begin on the work. Most creatives already give a sneak peek of this on their services page, but just make sure you're not giving the whole detailed process there. I would save that for the welcome page because You don't want your potential clients to be overwhelmed when they're on your services page. Most creatives already give a sneak peek of this on their services page, but just make sure that you're not giving the whole detailed process there. I would save that for the welcome page because you don't want your potential clients to be overwhelmed when they're on your services page. You want as few steps as possible between them reading that page and getting in touch with you. Save your more detailed process for your welcome page, which you send to them after they've paid their deposit, but before the project starts. Giving your clients a detailed look at your process will give them peace of mind because humans, we love to know what's next and we love clarity. I worked with a coach once who was 
really great, but she didn't really have any real process or structure. I just showed up each week to the calls. She would ask me what was I, what I wanted to talk about, and we would talk about that. And while I gained quite a bit from those sessions with her, it made me see her a bit unprofessionally. And I liked her, but I just felt like her lack of structure and process showed that she wasn't really very experienced. Then I worked with a different coach who had a process that we followed to get my desired result along with homework. And my view of this coach was a lot higher because, you know, both of those coaches were wonderful and I learned a lot from both of them. But I just ultimately kept working with the latter because she seemed more professional to me and I always understood what was coming next. And because of this, I was willing to pay more for a better experience. So if you want to give your clients a better experience, outline your process simply on your services page and then in more detail on your welcome page to give your clients clarity and show them that you know what you're doing and they're in safe hands. There's no need for them to have any kind of buyer's remorse. Point number four is that a welcome page will help you to clarify your policies. The best way to make sure that your clients don't pay you late is to make sure that they understand what will happen if they do. It's not good enough to just tell them in your contract because the fact is that most people don't really read contracts. Maybe they read the first few paragraphs, but most of us just skim right through and sign. And if they do read it all, it's highly unlikely that they would remember every aspect of it because there's a lot of information in these things. But a welcome page is a great place for you to put your payment process and your late payment policy and also any other policies that are important to you. You're not like not using a contract. You still need to use the contract and have your policies in there. You're just restating those important policies on your welcome page. So take the paragraph in your contract that outlines your late payment policy and add it to the welcome page. Just be sure that it's worded in a way that's easy to understand because I'm sure we've all read these contracts and we may have them ourselves that are very legally worded and not very easy to understand and a welcome page shouldn't be like that. If you're wondering exactly what to include in your welcome page, whether it should be a PDF or a page on your website and you want to see some examples, then that's awesome because I have a free masterclass that will teach you how to create a welcome page in just one hour. So if you're an online service provider from any niche, so it could be web design, photography, coaching, writing, whatever it is, and you're wanting to create a welcome page, or you already have one and you want to improve it, maybe you want a step-by-step look at exactly what to include inside, and you don't want to take forever to do this, then sign up for my free class at organizeandautomate.com slash class. And I'll also link to that below in the show notes if that's easier for you. Thank you for tuning in. I am now going to head off and go and soak up some sunshine in the garden. So I will speak to you next week. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss future episodes. And if you're feeling extra motivated by what was discussed today, I would seriously appreciate it if you'd open up the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave a super quick review. Honestly, your reviews tell iTunes that this podcast is worth listening to. And iTunes then gets this show in front of more solopreneurs so they can get the help they need 
to bring more inner calm to their business. Okay, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon.